This is the Minister's Crucible on the Prevailing Word podcast. I'm Fred Rochester. Thanks for listening. I want to talk about ignoring the danger signs. Danger sign number one, false prophets. In Matthew chapter 24, verses 4 and 5, says this, And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. Pay attention to what the Lord Jesus said. Take heed that no one deceives you. Then he mentions that kind of deceiver. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. In other words, they will be successful. Many people will buy the line that they are the Christ. False prophets are so numerous that we can't even keep track. But they're on the internet, satellite, radio, cable, and other places. There's so many uh, charismatic and sensational orators of scripture, and they're numerous. The primary ones are exactly what Peter shared in 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. But there were also false prophets among the people. Notice that, among the people. Even as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them and bring on them, bring on themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed by covetousness. They will exploit you with deceptive words for a long time. Their judgment has not been idle and their destruction does not slumber. Notice what Peter said, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies. Now remember what Jude said in uh, Jude uh, verses three and four, beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I find it necessary or I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. For certain men have crept in unnoticed. Notice that they crept in unnoticed who long ago were marked out for this condemnation. Ungodly men who turned the grace of our God into lewdness and deny the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice the two words secretly and unnoticed. But also notice that Peter said by covetousness, they will exploit you with deceptive words like money, purpose, destiny, first fruit offerings, sowing a seed, etc., these and other deceptive words are by covetousness to exploit you. These individuals use deceptive means to come in and destroy the true believers. At first, they appear innocent, harmless, and seem spiritually mature. 
Paul warned the elders at Ephesus. In Acts chapter 20, verses 27 through 21, we find these words that Luke recorded. For I have not shunned to declare to you, said Paul, the whole counsel of God. Therefore take heed to yourselves and to all the flock, among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to shepherd the church of God which he purchased with his own blood. Some of us may remember what it says in Psalm 23, Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. The shepherd carries the rod for a purpose. For a purpose. The shepherd carries his staff for a purpose. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Why? Because the true shepherd will protect his sheep. The true shepherd will lead his sheep beside still waters. The true shepherd will rescue the sheep. But the ones that come in that lurk about to seek to destroy the sheep, well, these individuals will come in where the shepherd fails to do his job. Paul continues by saying in Acts chapter 20, for I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, savage wolves. And so if there's any doubt as to how the shepherd, the true shepherd, the good shepherd will use his rod, it is against the wolves. But Paul said that they will come in, not sparing the flock. Also from among yourselves, men will rise up speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after themselves. Therefore watch and remember that for three years I did not cease to warn everyone night and day with tears. Not only will they come in from outside, but they will rise up from within. Sadly, people will be intoxicated with power influence, intoxicated with the fact that they can move and sway people, and then they will turn on the sheep. They will become wolves, and that's where the shepherd must pull out the rod and begin to pound the wolves, and the shepherd must defend the flock. False prophets and teachers are savage wolves. Now, not just in Ephesus, but everywhere where true believers assemble. Paul shared in Galatians of these individuals that would come in with another gospel. For what purpose? As Paul alluded, and we will see also in Acts 5 very shortly, to draw away the disciples after themselves. And here in Acts chapter 5, verses 35 through 37, and he said to them, men of Israel, take heed to yourselves what you intend to do regarding these men, meeting Peter and John. For some time ago, Theudas rose up, claiming to be somebody. A number of men, about 400, joined him. He was slain, and all who obeyed him were scattered and came to nothing. After this, Man, Judas of Galilee rose up in the days of the census and drew away many people after him. He also perished, 
and all who obeyed him were dispersed. But notice the pattern here. These were greatly skilled orators who had a charisma about them. Their personality seemed irresistible. Now, with Theudas, notice that 400 men joined him. Seems like a large group. And then with Judas of Galilee, many people followed him. It seems like a consistent pattern that wherever there is false preachers, false teachers, and false prophets, it seems like they gather a lot of people. The whole purpose is to destroy them. When a man or woman comes along with a sensational anointing, they attract many unsuspecting believers. They won't be challenged, these false prophets and false teachers and false pastors. Many unsuspecting believers will caution other believers not to put their mouth on God's anointed. This is a delusion. In Acts chapter 17, verse 11, the Bereans challenged Paul. And Paul said in Galatians chapter 1, verses 8 and 9, But even if we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel to you other than what was preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. When we don't challenge what people are teaching, we're leaving ourselves wide open for destructive heresies. Finally, in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 2 through 4, Paul gives Timothy this word. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure a sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables or myths. When they preach about apostolic authority and the prophetic, this is what Paul was speaking of because what it is that they're emphasizing, the authority of the apostle and prophet. There seems to be no repentance from sin, no holiness, no righteousness, no faith on Christ alone, no subject on the wrath of God, no preaching on hell. There's an emphasis on purpose, prosperity, healing, and other things. They may even talk about salvation, but they rush past it to preach their primary message and the deception is set. Avoid these false prophets. They do nothing but destroy the flock of God. This is the Minister's Crucible on the Prevailing Word podcast. I'm Fred Rochester. Thanks for listening.